Hi, and welcome to the 13th episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will, we will be discussing Restore Me and Shadow Me by Tahare Mafi. Juliet is now the supreme commander of North America, and she has everything she could possibly want. Friends, the man she loves, and a way to change the world for the better. But life isn't as perfect as she originally planned. While riddled with self-doubt, Juliet learns that everyone is keeping secrets, and she can't trust anyone, especially the people she thought she trusted most of all. Okay, now we are going to start discussing the book, so if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler warning. So, any beginning thoughts? No? Do you have any beginning thoughts? I mean, you're trying to pass it off to me, aren't you? Just, you don't want to start, you're too nervous to mess up, you gotta pass it to me. I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll carry that weight for you. Um, (laughs) I'm being a little bit annoying today. But... Um, I will say this is probably my favorite beginning of any of the Shadow Me books. Would you let me cut your hair? <laughs> no. Please. <laughs> you know what I'm imagining? But- I'm imagining Dad and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dad did a better job with Andrew's hair than... Well, obviously, but I'm imagining it reversed, though. Like, Andrew yeah. cutting Dad's hair. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, Dad trying to show but, respect. And- I mean... You're, Juliet asks them to try to bond and get together to, like, become friends. And what in Warner's mind leads to haircut? You <laughs> don't. I adore Kenji, and I wouldn't trust him with my hair. No. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. really? like, There's a reason why Kenji can go invisible, <laughs> and that's because he has to hide his horrible haircuts. Oh, my goodness. Like, no, but No. How in your right hand, right mind would you ever let Kenji get near you with sharp objects? Right now. No. No. You will die. I'm surprised Warner's still alive. I could just act, see Kenji, Kenji accidentally, like, I don't know, cutting his neck. Like, yeah. You're dead. Oops. I accidentally killed Warner. Now Juliet's gonna freaking murder everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But what's funny is, like, Kenji knows he's messed up. Mm-hmm. And so he runs to Julia. He runs. I just, no. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine Kenji cutting Warner's hair and then Warner being like, how is it? And Kenji just like takes a step back really and he's like, oh shit. And Warner's like, what? <laughs> what? Kishimoto, what? And he turns around Kenji's gone. And then he just, oh, it's happening. Oh God. I honestly, like if I were Kenji... I would have turned invisible and remained invisible for like a month. <laughs> mm, just Kenji's gone. Who's Kenji? I am now uh, Diane. Yes. That's now my name. My name is now Diane. <laughs> yeah. And poor Warner. Like he His is, hair was beautiful. But he is so vain. Vain. And to have that happen must have been devastating. It, yeah. Must have I mean, been. I can imagine how upset I'd be if my hair was ruined. And I'm right? not vain. Right? Exactly. It'd be, it'd be, no, no. Your hair is like your identity at some points. Yep. That's why mine's purple. Yay. Jealous. I know you should be. What, what color do you think Juliet would dye her hair? Um, black. Fair enough. Like her soul. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't know. I would, I think she'd also be a purple girl. 
Maybe. That could just be me, like, color coordinating with her purple suit in the original. Yeah. But maybe. I just see her purple. Maybe. Hmm. Um, what about Kenji? What color would he have? Um, Kenji wouldn't dye his hair. But if he had to pick a color. I don't think he would. You're no fun. You don't like this. You're no red? fun at this game. I was going to say red, too. Red. Yeah. Warner? No. He wouldn't. There'd be no way. No way. No way he could get that. He'd shoot you. <laughs> he would shoot you. He's <sighs> like your father. He's like the most vanilla kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yep. He's funnier than dad. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was mean. When dad listens to this. I know. Sorry, father. Well, at least you know what Tangled is. Next thing you know, your your father is grounding you. <laughs> like, you don't know why. <laughs> no, I know why. I know why. No, but I loved this intro just because there was so much fun character dynamics that we didn't really get a chance to have in the last right. book. Like, the last book was, I loved it because there were so much characters, but now that everything is like, we're not focusing on dying right now, let's... I have to say, though, hmm. I was a bit frustrated with with Warner. Because Why? he needed to talk to Julia. Don't steal my thunder, mother. I was going to say, the main lesson we learned from this book is that communication is key, people. We've talked about this every single freaking book. But this is the book that exemplifies that. Because if you don't realize that communication is key, you're going to end up on the floor having a panic attack with Kenji laughing at you. And then right. taking too many pills and saying some embarrassing stuff and then being punched by your ex-girlfriend. And then your current girlfriend goes psycho on a bunch of people. And then we don't know what happens to you. And you're going to cause a bunch of readers to panic. So, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's almost like he's embarrassed that he's grieving for his father. Yeah. And that pains me because, you know, yeah, he was a shit dad, but he was still... Your dad. Your dad. You know what it makes me think of? Huh. It makes me think of in Cress when uh, she was mourning Dr. Erland and she was saying that she didn't even know why she was mourning and she was mourning the idea of a father more than... Right. His, her, the actual father. Because it's not... Because he was a horrible person. Anderson was abusive mentally, physically, emotionally. So I feel like, yes, he was mourning the person, but less Anderson himself and more the idea of ever having, like, a father. Right. And so Anderson, despite being dead, it wasn't the problem, it wasn't Anderson, it was now he doesn't even have a chance to have a real father. Right. And, I mean... That's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm glad at least Adam could talk Adam could talk to him. Which about. you it's a low bar. That is a low bar. If Adam is surpassing you, Warner, get your shit together. Right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. And I, I do feel bad though when that still James does not know. I feel like James deserves to know. That Warner's his brother. And I think that's wrong. I think you don't think that Warner shouldn't... I mean, I get where they're coming from. Because, like, by explaining that Warner and James are related, it also means explaining that, you know, James and Anderson are related. And that's not something you want to put on James. So I get where they're coming from. But come on. I think it's necessary for him to know. Like, 
they're not dying anymore. They're not in, like, immediate danger. I feel like... Plus, James is, like, a 12... Almost 12. He's almost 12. In I two think, years. <laughs> I think he's old enough to know. I think he's old enough to know, but I think... And plus, it's also almost, like, for his own safety, too. No, but I think it's unfair because you're preventing him from being part of that grieving process. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So it should be the three brothers dealing with it together. Mm-hmm. And they're preventing James But from... I also think it's part of James's own safety, because they know all the kids of the Supreme Commanders are going to be showing up. And so I feel like James needs to also know and be prepared, like, hey, yeah, you are a child of the Supreme Commander, technically. Right. And so I feel like it's necessary for all parties and all reasons to understand, yo, James, you are you know, Warner's brother. So, changing topic here. Yes, ma'am. Near the beginning of the book, Juliet is talking about Warner. And? And she says, Warner never appears to take pleasure in food. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Food is fuel. That is just like your father. I just Mm -hmm. want you to know that. The the cut and the cook of the night. Well, I was going to say that. I was saying, I don't personally get that because, like, I love food. But your dad is the exact same way as Warner. Mm -hmm. So, and then she mentions how he used a knife and fork to cut a cookie. Okay, that's not, okay. It's bad, or it's not as bad, I'm not speaking. So, using a knife and fork on a donut is not as bad as that. Okay, I would never use a knife and fork on a cookie. Even if it was gooey? Yeah. If it was, like, sticky on top. What kind of cookie is sticky on top? I don't know if it had, like, melted caramel or, like, marshmallow fluff on it or something. I don't know. Then maybe. Yeah, you would. But your father would, too. If it was, like, a thick, like, the, um... Yeah, that's what I mean. The crumble cookies? Yeah, those you use a knife and fork. You're so weird. But it's so... What? Okay, Warner is based off of you and your father. That's that's weird. That's that's kind of that's weird. Don't word that like that. Don't word that like that, please. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is I see some similarities between you and Warner and Warner and your father. <laughs> okay, I'm just thinking like a normal cookie. I would not never use a knife and fork for. I would only use it if it's very 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 thick. And it needs to be cut rather than bitten because you can't bite it. Or if it has, like, a mountain of, like, frosting or whipped cream on it. Well, Not of course cream. you would, like, scrape it off, right? No, I wouldn't. It depends on what it is. Okay. Okay. But that's still better than... Or that's not better. But it's... Donut is still better than that. I eat knife and fork with a donut and she gives me crap about it all the time. I think donut with a knife and fork is better than cookie. With knife and fork. Would you agree? I think they're both kind of strange. But... Don't be mean. Everyone's <laughs> unique. Okay, all I'm saying is, what you're saying from this is that I'm like Warner, and that's not that bad of a thing in my opinion right now. Because, like, Warner's amazing, and I love him. Yeah, true. So, like, true. Actually, saying I'm like Warner is like a compliment, so thank you. Well, there you go. Thank I you. just complimented you. Thank and you, your father. <laughs> <laughs> but... Chicken I butt? still think it's weird. 
you're weird. Maybe you're the weird one. There's Maybe three versus I am. one. Maybe I am. Although Kenji's on your side. No, I, I change sides. Kenji's on. I want Kenji's side. I want to be with Kenji. Kenji's mine. Thank you. Okay. Nazira's a lucky, lucky woman. So. Yes? Juliet in this book. Mm-hmm. Is very insecure. Oh, yeah. She spiraled backwards, in my opinion. And I would be the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's understandable, but it's still kind of annoying to read. It's annoying, but, you know, I would be insecure, too. Like, that, you are the Supreme Commander because nobody else would step up. And... I mean, know. what was Warner's plan before Juliet said that she would be Supreme Commander then? Because he was, like, originally going to, like... He was saying they were going to have a plan to overthrow the reestablishment anyway. And so I she, think he was hoping that she would... You think he was hoping to have her... I think so. Really? I think so. Oh, jeez. I didn't ever think that. Because I think he... Knew that she could give them hope. Mm-hmm. And he'd always had only hatred and fear... Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think enough. either I just... he thought that they would rule together in fear, or it would be her. Okay, fair enough. I was just very, like, I don't know. It was very much, like, I was kind of agreeing, like, maybe it should have been Warner who took over. I totally think Warner should have taken over. Because he was, he knew what he was doing. Right. The, like, Juliet... Or he should have stepped the F up and he should have showed her what Exactly. She like that's you can't just be like, okay, have fun, I'm gonna go do my duties. No, you take time to explain like what the hell she's supposed to be doing. She didn't even know she had a freaking office. Right. It's like we're you gotta step up on that part too. Yeah. Like, he totally like set her up for failure, I think. Yes, he did. And it's because he's spiraling. And Which is fair enough. I get that, but dude, now's not the time to spiral. I mean, it's not like you can control when he spirals. If only you could, life would be so much easier. Right. Time out. I need to spiral for a bit. Or no, you just wait for, have your spirals pushed back to like, oh, I'm not set for my next spiral until like 3.30 next week. Great. I can continue fighting for my life now. Right. Ugh. If only. If only. So, we find out that... The Supreme Commander children are coming to Sector 45. Okay, so first one was Hyder. What do you think of him? I thought he was a total beefcake. <laughs> like, he was all brawn and, mm. you know, like a meathead. Yeah. Do you think he was... I thought... I don't know. I don't know what I felt about him. It was kind of a little bit of, like... Uh, it wasn't as much suspicion as it was, like... I don't know, I felt, I think he genuinely, like, felt, like, friends with Warner. Oh, I totally, like, I imagine I, he was, like, a dumb puppy dog. Right, but when I read what happened with Hyder. Mm-hmm. From Nazira's account? From Nazira's account, and how, like, he had gotten close to suicide and Warner had walked him back from it. Also, I love that Warner just no questions hops on a plane and goes. Right. But how after going through that with Hyder, does Warner not see him as a friend? Because Warner is an idiot. I mean, I was like, wait, what? What? 
And Warner does not consider this guy a friend? Yeah. Warner. Totally did not get that. I love you, but you are an idiot. Yeah. And we meet Nazira. Nazira. I love her. And I have to say. I love her. I love her. I don't like her with Kenji. But it kind of pissed me off that Kenji was all, oh, Nazira is so beautiful. I'm like, time out, buddy. Um, you're supposed to be married to my daughter. <laughs> yeah, you better you. watch how Kenji. you're talking about this girl here. Kenji, <laughs> don't you dare cheat on me, okay? Like, I know we're not together. I know you're fictional, but, like, come on. I'm right here. Don't need to talk about needing some significant other when I'm right here. I am here for you, Kenji. I will be here for you to love. Yes. Agree. <laughs> like, but seriously, like, if, without, like, my, like, joking, I don't really like them together. Just because, like, I... I don't know. I don't like their dynamic that much. Right. I think it's funny when they're talking, but it just, it's not my favorite. So, we learn that the Supreme Commanders decided that the children had to shoot each other. (sighs) So that they would know and experience what it feels like to be shot. You know what these kids need? T-H-E-R-A-P-Y- Therapy. Yes. Besides that, though, would you <laughs> be able to shoot Hell one of no. your friends? Hell no. Hell no. I would not be able to do it. I would. No. Have... But what's funny is funny? Warner shoots all of them right away. That's not funny. That's fucked up. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, he did not get shot by these Supreme Commander kids. Mm-hmm. The first and only time he gets shot is it's Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> what he that. falls in love with. It's yeah. like, wow, somebody actually got me for once. Yeah, I shot love through that. the heart. <laughs> Sorry. I love the chick. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like the wolf lit moment. She she shot me once. You know that she shot me once. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I also have to say in this book, I felt like Castle. I didn't like Castle. That was being book. very condescending mm-hmm. and very manipulative. Very much. I didn't trust Castle at all in this book. I told no. you my very first read. I yeah. was like, something's up with Castle. I don't trust him. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't tell you. I you didn't tell me. But that's okay. No, I don't remember. Like I don't remember who I told then. I was talking to someone about this book. And I I was saying I don't trust Castle. Yeah, I he was being sketch. I was he was sketch being vibes. very sketchy, and it really bothered me. Mm-hmm. What did you? Okay, first of all, that was mean. Having it be like, Mister Warner, I need to talk to you, and like pulling him aside, like to reveal something, and then like we don't hear about it for the next like what ten chapters, right? Like that's mean. Okay, like. I, what, did you immediately guess what, like, no. How were you on the scale of guessing how fucked up it was? Yeah, no, I was way off. I just did not know. What were, what, what were your ideas? What were your guesses? I don't know. I, I, I think at this point, like, I was so. Invested it was at 3 a.m. and you were too Yeah, tired. exactly. Like, I just needed to know what's going on. Yeah. So. 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 Hider, hater, hider, hoder. Oh dear. <laughs> Just hider. I say hider. How do you say it? Hater. 
Eh, it don't Hider. matter. Hider. Okay. Hider. We'll I go know. with Hider. We'll, we'll go with whatever we want, okay? He seems very confused by Juliet. I mean, yeah. Do you think it was because he didn't think that she actually killed Anderson or shot Anderson or whatever? Or, like, seeing this petite girl? Or, like, do you think it was that he recognized Juliet. I don't think he recognized her. I think it was just like, who is this chick? I don't know. I don't think. I think personally, I don't know why I see Hyder as some kind of like dumb puppy dog, but I don't think he was okay. Perceptive enough to notice Juliet and remember her. Did you react when he said he brought his own residence? I was like, what? It made me think of like Harry Potter when they have the tent that mm-hmm. they pop up with magic. I know. I know. Totally picture. No, that. I just imagine like someone carrying a house. <laughs> just walking in carrying the little house. Oh yeah, I brought my residence right here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, no. no I, me. I totally thought Harry Potter. But like, yeah, it I like okay, first of all, I love his aversion to shirts. Right? It's like cold as hell outside, but let me wear some like chain mail. <laughs> you know what? Give Kenji some of those shirts. Give Kenji some of those shirts. Please. I beg you. Please. No. Ugh. No. You're not okay. fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the whole headscarf thing. Kenji needs a shot. Kenji, <laughs> Kenji is really? a babbling idiot, and I love him, and I hate him. And Kenji, oh my god, yeah, I, I love like Nazira's like what she's doing and what she's standing for. Like it's amazing, but it's like Kenji, you idiot. Yeah. Also, I love how Kenji's like, I blame you, Warner. This is your fault that I'm an idiot. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Yes, fair enough. But. Kenji starts teasing Juliet about being jealous. So she kicks him in the knee. Mm-hmm. I would be that girl. The one kicking your friend in the knee? Yes! Why? Go, Juliet! Why? Because he wouldn't stop. So you have to stop him somehow. That would be me. So physical violence is okay in your book. Got it. Okay, but then you yell at me when I kick Peyton. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. That's rude. Can you hypocrite? Yes, but I like Peyton. <laughs> Peyton? Oh my god. Peyton, when you listen to this episode, you'll you'll realize that we have very different opinions of you. So, Juliet yes. gets shot. I threw the book. I threw it. How do you not have your powers up, girl? Like, seriously. Okay, and we see in Shadow, I mean, like, it, so we're talking about both books, that it's a message from Noria, and I still don't get that, you know? Right. Like, I don't get how that's the message from Noria, like, what is the message? Because, like, first of all, the, it, it, it doesn't make sense how that would be the way to send a message. Is it the tattoo? But then why shoot someone all together? You know? Is that the only way that they could... So by having someone shoot Juliet and possibly have Juliet die, or, you know, possibly the person not be killed by Nazita... Well, they didn't know... Juliet was invincible. Well, Well, and here's the thing. She wakes up after... 
being shot. Mm-hmm. And she sees the sun. Okay. And they tell her, no, you're hallucinating. Yeah. So, was that the main reason? Like, did they have to get the poison in her to activate something or to deactivate something? What or thing, though? I don't know. Like, <gasps> yeah. Oh, wait, why are you saying, yeah, did you, what, oh. Oh, okay, we're going to talk about this next episode, but. Right, next episode. Okay, finally that makes sense for me. I was so confused about this for ye- not years. Well, yes, years, because it's been over a year since I started shattering. Beside the point. Okay, um, yeah, okay, I needed some Warner moments in here. I needed to see Warner's perspective when, uh, Kenji cut his hair, first of all. Right. And I'm so glad we got to see Warner's perspective when Juliet was shot, because, like, in other later books, there'd be moments where Warner didn't get his perspective during this moment, and I feel like I love getting to see this moment in contrasting. Mm-hmm. And plus, okay, first of all, we didn't even mention that we do get to see Warner's perspective in this book, which is amazing. Yes. You know? Right. Because this is the first book of the actual series series that has multiple perspectives. Right. And that's awesome. Love it. And I love some of the moments, like, Warner's perspective when Juliet was shot is sad. But right. I love it. It's right. angsty. So, we learn... I say so too many times. You do. I apologize. But... That's, that's your, uh... That's your anxious word. Like, the like, um, uh... Yours is so. We learn that Juliet has a sister. Yes. Named Emmeline. Yes. And we learn that in the best way possible, which is... Which? Learning out that Warner tortured her. Woo! Great start to a relationship. Right? What would you do if you found out that dad tortured Aunt Sissy? Like, you didn't even know you had her, though. Like, you had a secret extra sister. I would be like Juliet and be like... You would see ya. You wouldn't leave. You would murder him. He would be dead in a ditch. No, I wouldn't be able to murder him. I wouldn't. Okay. But I wouldn't be able to... Ever, ever, ever forgive him? Well, I possibly could have, but to know that he kept it from me mm-hmm. because he was afraid of my reaction and didn't trust me enough to have that open conversation with me, mm-hmm. that would be a problem. Yeah. Ugh. Warner, again, I say, communication is key. But before that conversation, the conversation with James in the hallway made me so happy. And I smiled so much. And I was like, oh, James, I love you. I love you, James. And I was like, just tell him that you're, just tell him that you're brothers. Just tell him, please, just get everything out in the air right now. But no, we have to wait and see. Yep. Ugh. Blech. 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 So. 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 Yes. He goes to tell Juliet. Okay, this part made me so mad. But instead we get sexy time. That made me so mad. And it feels like I know she's going to break up with me. So me- let me just get my little piece of action. It made me feel icky. Right. Before icky. she breaks up with me. I felt icky. 
I didn't like that, no. It made me mad because it's like, he has this whole big thing where he's about to tell her some stuff that's messed up as all get out, right? Like, he knows that she's gone and he can't do anything about it. And this is like rightfully so, you can't do shit about this. It's messed up. But, you know, letting her kind of do that without like explaining the situation, it's not okay. Right. So, so I, I had, this is probably, that's probably my least favorite part of the book. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this is weighing on your heart. This is weighing on your head. Things have been kind of off because of your mourning and grieving and whatever. And she's trying to be there for you. And you're taking advantage of that situation. Yeah. And it just was not okay. Warner, you're a dick. Plain and simple. Right here, you are a dick. And you gotta stop thinking with that. Right. Exactly. Ugh. Not my proudest Warner moment. Not a great time to be compared to Warner. So. He tells her the truth. Which is progress. That he knew she was adopted. Which also, that's still messed up. Not telling someone that they're adopted. Like, that's messed up. That he believed her parents are dead. Which is slightly more understandable than if he thought they were alive, but still. Again, I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Communication is key, people. So she runs away. And I don't blame her. Okay, real quick. This is when it starts really... What did you think of it intersecting with Juliet's journals? They'd have excerpts from Juliet's journals, and then they'd have... What'd you think of that? I liked it. I personally didn't. Really? Yeah. I can't tell if it's just me being too tired of Julia's journals because I know them inside and out. But I personally, I actually would not skip past them my first time, but I would kind of skip past them every time I reread it. It's just like, yeah, we've heard Julia's journals. Even in like the normal book, like not putting aside the fact that I had to memorize that for a performance, but the... We've read that so many times. We read it in the back of Destroy Me. We've read it during Destroy Me. We've read it during Juliet's, t- the first book in Shatter Me. And so it's just like, it felt very repetitive. And I was like, okay, I've heard this over and over and over again. Oh, I still liked it, but. Okay, I, it's not, it's my personal thing. I, you can like it. You don't need to look, why do you look so upset? I'm not, I'm not. Okay, it's just my personal thoughts. I just like, I was like, uh, it's not my favorite thing. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. Agree to disagree? Agree to disagree. Okay. So after that, we move into, we've already hit on this, but it is by far the best. My favorite, favorite, favorite part of this book. Book series, probably. Okay. I have a very visceral memory, Mother. Uh, The first time I was ever listening to this, I was upstairs in my room doing homework and I was listening to it. And I was laughing so much that you barged into my room and you're like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And I'm like, I'm not crying. I'm laughing. Because I was so loud from laughing. And you thought I was like, you, you said I you did. were worried about, you thought me, I was ugly crying. Yeah. But no, I was just laughing my <laughs> ass off. I mean, it's In sad. hindsight, does it make sense? But it's sad because Warner is full out having a panic attack. Which bro, same, me too. Like, I feel bad for him because panic attacks are awful. Yep. And yet, 
It was freaking hilarious. I know. It was probably the best way that could have been handled, honestly. And Kenji comes in. Because he saw Juliet run off. Oh my god, the fact that it's Kenji, though, is it's so perfect. Kenji. It's so perfect. I love it. Why are you on the floor? I'm having a panic attack. It's inconsiderate ass. Yes. Love it. I love it so much. Kenji sees Warner's back. Ooh, that makes me less happy. And I think this is what Kenji needed. I do. I do. I love Because, you know, I've heard there's a saying, something along the lines of, you know, you need, if you hear somebody's story, it's hard for you to hate that person. And I truly believe that's the case here. Mm-hmm. Because Kenji now understands why Warner is the way he is and knows that and Kenji is endless empathy too so it helps with right. that so it's just like I I love that moment either way but back to the funny part because that's less depressing right I was laughing my ass off but the fact that Warner was able to just take the pills and just bite them and eat them I'm like dude no yeah. no no! I could totally do that. Like, shush. That's where I'm like, you, how, you You can take like 18 pills at once. And that I can barely yeah. take one allergy pill in the morning. Yeah. It's depressing. That's how you know I'll never do drugs. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about, you know, Kenji is like, dude, what happened now? Which, and Kenji's Warner, the best therapist friend. Warner starts telling him everything. And I have to sit here and say, Ken, this is a quote from the book. Kenji gave Zimmy. I'm sorry, but are you, I mean, are you actually as stupid as you sound? Yes. Or are you just messing with me right now? <laughs> yes. We freaking stand Kenji. <laughs> Kenji's like a therapist friend, honestly. They all need therapy, and by that, I mean you need to go to Kenji. Right. But, I mean, Kenji also needs therapy, like a lot of it. But we learn at this point... That Warner's ex-girlfriend. Oh, my God. You know what that reminded me of, though? Huh. With Andrew, with making friends. Like, oh, you have to say you're friends with someone to be friends with them. Oh, I need to tell her that I had previous girlfriends because she didn't ask. Right. That was just, I was like, dude. That's not a rule, dude. Common sense. Yeah. So, it's the Supreme Commander of Europe's daughter. Lena. And Kenji's just like, Juliet's going to kill you. I mean. Juliet is going to kill you. She's going to kill him for much smaller (laughs) or much larger reasons than because he didn't tell her about his ex-girlfriend. Like for the fact that he tortured her sister. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're realizing how messed up that is. Okay. But. There's no but that's messed up. It is messed up. But where do you put everything, like, in the category? Like, would you be understood, like, my sister got tortured by you before you knew who I was, before you knew anything, before we had this relationship. Okay. You sleep with me, and you don't bother telling me? Exactly. It's messed up. But, like, it's, like, where do I rank them, you know? There's so much messed up with this. 
Warren, get your shit together. You don't tell me about all of these relationships with the Supreme Commander kids. You don't tell me you speak seven languages. You don't tell me that you've been in relationships before. Right. So I would have serious problems with Warner. But anyway. Uh, Warner, this is not your best moment. No, not your best book. Dude, you, you get it together. You know, you're dropping the ball here. Nazira yes. comes to Juliet. Which, thank God, we needed her. And reveals that she can, one, fly, and two, and two go invisible. invisible. Okay, Nazira being invisible... What do you think of the whole, like, being upset at Kenji for that? Like, I felt like that was kind of stupid to be mad at. Well, Juliet told her that Kenji was going to be pissed, too. Yeah, but Kenji gets pissed at everything. Kenji got pissed that Juliet had a black suit. Yeah, because it was his color. Like, they tried to claim things for themselves. Okay, fair enough. It's just like... And it's like, that's my thing, you know? I know. So, did you always feel like Nazira could be trusted or no. did you feel like she was kind of leading Juliet along to try to manipulate yeah I didn't trust Nazira I never fully did I still fully don't just kidding I do I do it's just like I don't know um I like after their conversation, I trusted her more, but I still didn't, like, I still wasn't ever fully Team Nazira. Like, I was like, oh. But I thought she was an awesome character. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love her character. So when she asked Juliet, so you don't remember me? And then why lie after that? Like, right. There's no point in lying after that. It's just like, what do you mean? It's like, what is the point of lying after, like, she was like, oh, well, uh, you thought, never mind, I got confused. Like, no, just say it, you coward. Right. It, but, like, I like their, like, okay, first of all, the reveal at the very end when you saw the picture of them all together. Right. That was a great buildup after that. Right. But, oh, my gosh. Right. Nazira, I love you, but you got to also communicate better. Same thing with the whole, you know, we're going to destroy Sector 45. Like, you should have said that a little bit earlier. And, oh, my God. And the this was an ambush. You got to go now. Yeah. Why not say that beforehand? Okay? Because she learned it. Juliet moves her stuff into Anderson's room. Anderson's room. <laughs> and I like this moment, too. It's funny. It's sad, but funny. She decides... To go ahead and try Anderson's. We've been drinking. I'm sorry, but Juliet, now was not the the time time to get drunk. It was not. I know, but it's so funny. And then she goes and shaves her head. Which, I mean, fair enough. She's been saying for books and books, every single book she said that she's going to cut her hair. You know that, right? Understood. But it's not something you do when you're drunk drunk. and yet it still turns out better than when kenji cut water's hair 
Just saying. So then she and Warner now have matching haircuts. Yeah. But they're broken up. Ugh. Those poor unfortunate souls in pain. And Kenji sees her in her underwear. Which is mind-scarring. It'd be like you walking in and seeing Andrew in his Shush! No! (laughs) I don't need to. No, don't ever. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No! Disgusting. Shut up! So, poor Kenji. Oh, Kenji. For being scarred for life. I think he was already scarred after having sat on that bed. Right. Well, now he's got that image in his mind. Ugh. I do have to say, good job, Warner. For being an okay person. And not taking advantage of her when she was drunk. Mm-hmm. You elevated yourself a little there because you, like, dug your grave and now you're kind of starting to climb out a little bit. But, because... like, the that bar is so low. <sighs> yeah. The fact that the bar has now been, good job you didn't sexually take advantage of this girl who was drunk. That's such a sad low bar. But good for you, I guess. Pat on the back. Right. The other kids show up. Mm-hmm. It's a shit show. Lana bursting like a freaking debutante, as Kenji put it in his perspective, which we'll get to in a minute, which I adore. What did I you think of Juliet's say- first? We saw two very different perspectives on Juliet that morning. What was your thought? The way she acted. I like that she came in with an attitude. Mm-hmm. She was very much the soft kind of passive passive girl when she first met Hater, Hider, and Zira. And I like that she did not present that front to them. Like, she wasn't wearing the pink sweater anymore. She wasn't, you Mm -hmm. know, she was in black, and she had her head shaved, and I like that, Mm -hmm. because they could respect that. Yeah. I have to say, the thing that bothered me the most with all of them meeting was Lena, Lena's reaction to Valentina. Oh, that made me so mad. I was like, what a bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that. Great minds think alike. Or basic human decent minds think alike. Because, like, first of all, I love props to Tehidamafi for just bringing stuff like this up so casually and having it not be like, oh, my gosh, huge central, like, character moment. Like, this person is trans. Oh, Brennan and Winston, they like each other. Like, just having LGBTQ plus community, like, so casually just integrated into stories is amazing. I love that. Right. And plus, Valentina's badass. I know almost, I don't know much about her, but she's badass. Right. So, like, great, for, good for her. Good yeah. for her. But I just wish... Lena more... wasn't a bitch. Yeah. I wish Warner would have stepped up I know, and called I her out like... for being a bitch. Yeah, because... Warner got that basic human decency. We know he's kind of respectful. So, like, he should... I feel like Warner should have said something. But no, he's just going to be loony. But I have to say, Warner, mm-hmm. 
saying a relationship was purely physical. Not the way to go, buddy. Not when a good I idea. say communication is key, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yes. You gotta think through your words before saying the mister. I would have been like, oh, so you used her for sex. Just like you just used me right before you broke up with me. Or right before I broke up with you. Yeah. So, basically, that means that you have no respect for women. Okay, I'm done now. Right. That's not how you go. And his being able to sense emotions is an unfair advantage. And I love Juliet calling it out, saying this isn't fair. Mm Because he, like, pounces on her when he senses her... Which also, no, Warner, consent is still key, too. And even if her emotions are saying it, she hasn't actually told you she consents to... You can't just assume. Right. Warner's not doing great today. No, Warner, you know... I love you, but, like, you're you're on the struggle bus. Yes. So, Juliet goes into... The symposium. Well, first of all, her conversation with Kenji also yeah. broke my heart. I love that right. so much. That's true. But also, yeah. she just so casually brought up, you know, Kenji, they're going to destroy Sector 45. Yeah. Way to bury the lead there. Like, just so casually, out of nowhere. I'm like, girl, what right. the heck? Right. I don't blame Kenji. Like, I, I, if I were him, I'd be like, what the hell? Right. So, okay. Yes? I have to say... The symposium totally confused me. Because? Because she gets shot multiple times. Mm-hmm. She sees Brendan getting shot. Mm-hmm. Winston Holden. Okay, so the reason why. It's supposed to be confusing. Right. Okay, I thought you were being confused about the symposium itself. No. So I I will say this is probably the biggest cliffhanger in the entire series. Right. So she is devastated by seeing Brendan get killed. And she just screams like a banshee and rips everyone in half. It just completely destroys like 600 people. Mm-hmm. Murder. She's, she sees Kenji getting dragged away. Like she's like, next thing you know. She sees everyone dead. Yeah. Ian's dead, like, everybody, you know, dead. Dead, dead, dead. And she comes to, and they've taken her home to Oceania. Mm-hmm. And she learns her mother is the supreme commander of Oceania. Did you see that coming? Did not see that coming. You did not? We learn that her name is Ella. Mm-hmm. Not Juliet. Ella. Mm-hmm. And that, like we had mentioned before, she knew Warner and Nazira before. Bum, bum, ba! So, it's like a huge... Mindfuck. Yes. Total mindfuck there. And then we move into... The novella, which, which is Shadow Moon. does not help the cliffhanger at all. No. It makes it worse, in my opinion. Right. I still have no idea what happened, and I've run this series eight times. So, this is from 
Kenji's perspective, which I love. And the only reason it's not my favorite novella is because of how short it is. Right. It's only like 55 pages. Which is not enough Kenji. Not enough Kenji. It's also so depressing, okay? Like, I don't need Kenji to be this depressing. No. And baby. But I feel like it is such a nod to people who struggle with depression. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, when he's talking in there about having to put on his smile and put on his, Mm -hmm. you know, face. He's an anonymous one. Yes, exactly. An anonymous one who might just need this moment to remind us that there are more anonymous ones. The parts we can't tell, we carry them well. That doesn't mean... That's from Dear Evan Hansen, in case you didn't know. Sorry. It's such a great song. Made me ugly cry. You know, he, he, the quote I have here is somewhere, like, he's talking about his place to go. Like, his room. Somewhere to hang the happy face I force myself to wear, even when I'm having a shitty day. Kenji, don't make me cry. And it, I mean, seriously, like, I just want to give him a hug. He needs cookies. He needs cookies. He needs cookies that are not eaten with a knife and a fork. Right. No knife and fork and I will bake you some cookies. Yay. (laughs) Promise me that. (laughs) And we also learn that, you know, he's just an extremely, unusually compassionate, as I think what Castle called it, Mm -hmm. person. Which is, I love him for that. And I truly believe that's... That's it. You know, like, for him, you know, he's, he struggles with having so much emotion always built up. Right. That he doesn't, one, know how to express it, which is why he gets angry and lashes out with his swearing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And two, he acts like the jokester and, you know... Tries to be the quirky. Humor is a coping mechanism. Yes. But it it gives us that insight into Kenji and Mm -hmm. gives him that depth that he's been missing in the other books. And no, he had some of that depth, but it really hit at home here. And part of the book that I loved most of this novella was his reaction to Juliet coming in to the... And him, his whole thing about how he knows Juliet better than everyone, and how right. he can tell that he's hurt, that she's hurting right now, and right, that made me both really, really, really sad, but also I was so happy for their friendship. Right, agreed. And again, I love. It's so rare to find books these days with a guy and a girlfriend completely platonically, in right. this way, and I love it so much. And it's so happy to read. Agreed. My only problem. Is his love for Nazira. Yeah, I agree. Because he's supposed to be married to you. Exactly. He's supposed to be my son-in-law. Yeah, not a very good son-in-law. Kenji, work on that. Yeah, Nazira's not the girl for you. Yeah, Nazira, (laughs) I love you, Nazira, but Kenji's mine. And you don't even want him right now, so, like, back off, bitch. Sorry. So, continue, sorry. Um, With Kenji, though, his perspective, it's very... First of all, I love getting to see more about the Omega Point dynamic because we don't get to see much of them in Restore Me at all. Right. And so we get to see some from Sonia and Sarah, which is nice. I love their whole, like, taking everything too seriously. Yeah. Like, you're going to give me a heart attack. Why? Like, Wait, do you need medicine? Are you having chest pains? You know? I love that so much. <laughs> and I love, like, okay, first of all, Ian, I was, like, I was picking up some vibes from him. 
Really? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we should, we should, we should go to the gym together. We, you, you should spot me, yeah. I was like, is Lily okay with you hanging out with Kenji like that? Maybe he wants, she encouraged him to invite him in. Oh, so three-way, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm just saying. Ah. And then I love how Brennan and Winston, how long did you ship them for? Did you ship them? I shipped them. I shipped them from the minute they started talking about the coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I wanted them together. I was like, oh, they'd be so cute together. They, yeah. Uh, and I love how it's finally been like Winston loves Brendan. And I'm like, oh. And I love how he told Kenji because Kenji is the one he trusts with that information. Mm-hmm. I love how Kenji's not like going to out him in front of everyone. So in chapter five, there's a quote from Kenji. Mm-hmm. There should be a fail safe in the universe somewhere. Something that mm-hmm. automatically shuts down in the event of extreme human stupidity. Yep. And I wrote, I feel like we need that right now, Kenji. I mean, there'd be too much human stupidity in the world right now that it would just malfunction. I I just think Aaliyah, Winston, Kenji, like they all have to get together and they need to take this. the shared brain, the shared singular brain cell from Omega Point and use it to create that because we need it right now because mm-hmm. the world is a bunch of stupid people right now. Okay, <laughs> um, you want to get into the symposium now from yeah. Kenji's perspective because it's very different. Well, no, at first. It's the same. Yeah. Right? He sees it the same way... Well, at first... Juliet sees it, right? At first. At first. And And then... Then... Shit hits the fan. Juliet up and disappears... Right. Out of his arms. And then everyone comes back to life. Like, the people did not get, like, split apart, like... No, it's like they formed back together, I thought. Yeah, it's like, and there was a little bit of blood, he said, but nothing like what he initially saw. You know, Brendan's alive, he's not Warner is still missing, though. Warner's... Okay, also, real quick, the chapter from Warner's perspective that was just the dot, dot, dot is so freaking mean. That was evil. I threw my book. I was like, no, you can't do that. Right? Ugh, yes. So... I don't know what the fuck is going on. I still don't... Again, I've read this series so many times. I still don't know what the hell happened. Like, we know that Juliet was taken by the people from Oceania. But, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck happened? I don't know. What is real? What is not real? How the fuck did this just happen? Yes, I I need to know. Thank you. We just... So, again, Thank short, you. short novella, mm-hmm. but I love that we get that that was all just a mind fuck. Yeah. But it still did not make the cliffhanger any less cliffhangery. So, Kenji was not dragged away. Kenji was just there. There. Like, Kenji went to grab Juliet. He was holding her. So, how did she see him getting dragged away, but he's holding her? So it's just like alternate universes, mind control. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. You want to get into? You have any last thoughts before we get into star ratings and favorite and least favorites? Well, I've already shared my favorites and least favorites for one book. 
this one I have to say loved like I said just overall getting that depth from Kenji mm -hmm. least favorite Adam you're a dick <laughs> you just peace out I'm not gonna put myself in this you situation wouldn't do, you wouldn't do the same thing if you had to protect us I mean, the difference being, you gotta step up, dude. Why? Because, again, this is your sector, this is your people. You want to... But he never signed up for this. But your brother still lives here. Fair enough. I was playing devil's advocate. I'm completely yeah. on your side. I just... Okay. And I... Sorry, Castle, but Castle. Good luck. Hope you don't die. Pep talk, really? Yeah, that's not the best pep talk. Not the best pep talk, but okay. anyway. Well, stars. I gave both books four mm -hmm. stars. Yeah. Again, you know, there's just pieces that bothered the best. me. Just bothered me. But I love but this book. I love this. Book. Although it wasn't very plot driven, like there was not like a lot that happened. It was a transition. It was a transition book, and but it was probably one of the better transition books I've read. I've read a lot of transition books, and this is one right, of the better Right, This is a great transition book, but... It's a lot more focused on character than plot. Right. And I think it needed to be. Mm -hmm. I think it needed... We needed Juliet to, again, stop being so focused on the boys. Yeah. And focus in on herself and depend on Although herself. Although she can't focus on Kenji, because he's got a lot of good advice. He does. But she needs to rely on herself. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to figure out what the F just happened. Mm-hmm. And so with regard to the ending of the book, it was a great way yeah. to end the book. And it yeah. definitely made me, like, I need to get into this next book. Yeah, I had to wait a month for that book. Yeah, so glad I didn't have to. You suck. So. You waited, what, a few hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, my favorite part of Restore Me was the Kenji moment with the haircut. And then also the panic attack moment. Both of those are both up there. Right. And then least favorite is the icky war moment. That's my favorite moment, not my least favorite. Yeah. I know. But, yeah, my least favorite was the icky Warner moment. Followed by Castle. He just made me mad. Yeah. And then for the novella, favorite is just probably Kenji's monologue about his friendship with Juliet. Mm -hmm. And least favorite, probably, um, I don't know, um, that there's not more of it. Yeah. And then star rating, Restore Me, I gave four stars. And I would give this one 4.5 stars, but in this case I'm going to actually round down back to four stars. Same. So awesome. That's it for our episodes today. You can find us at our email at momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com, on our Instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk, where you can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured on one of those episodes. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to support us and our future episodes, you can become a supporter through the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you join us next time. Bye! Bye.